Welcome to the Power Talk Podcast with our very own Pastor Paul Chicado. Hey, hey. How's it going, Pastor? And, I'm good. And myself, Reverend Matthew DeLeon. Come on. Amen to that, my Pastor. Really quick side note, yeah. the holidays are coming, man. They come quick, don't they? They do. Once September hits, it's all of a sudden it's got a hard right and we're already in them. No, I know. And and, and this is why it, you need the Lord in today's, Lord. especially this year, you know, with the economy the way it is. I mean, again, we don't want to go deep into this, but, yeah. uh, but for the most part, just as a side note, with the economy, yes, look, d- don't be stressed. Yeah. Let God take care of these things because, you know, some of you are going to be wondering real soon, well, how am we going to be, get presents? Gas prices are at $6 a gallon in some places. Food's very expensive right Food's now. Food's like triple the price of what it was just two years ago. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. You know what? We don't live by what we see. We live by faith, mm. which is opposite of living by sight. Mm. So your faith is going to it's going to be a struggle because we're living and it. This kind of goes right into the topic. What's the name of the topic today? Why are transitions so hard? Well, there we go. And that's what's happening in the world we're in right now. There's transitions taking place quite often. And look mm. how hard they are, right? Yes. Yeah. But when you learn to live by faith, we can overcome these things. So the economy should not. It Will it affect us? Well, it all depends on how much are you trusting in God. Imagine. So transitions yeah. are very hard in the natural as well as the supernatural. Yes, exactly. But the more you get used to the supernatural, it becomes a little easier. Would you say, Pastor? Yes. Like, yes. for example, transition for a person who's not comfortable or used to tithing versus a person who does it all the time. Yeah. You know what? That's a huge transition, by the way. It is, Pastor. It was for me. Yeah. And and I get it. I've talked to lots of people and, and it's always, well, we didn't really have the money. You know, it's a struggle. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, they finally get that revelation like, wow, I really need to be mm-hmm. tithing. Wow. And I've seen it's not that their financial institution has changed. Mm-hmm. They're still making the same amount of money, yeah. but they know now what tithing really means for their life. Exactly. Well, the transition is still hard because I know what God told me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I still got to give. And so yeah. it's still hard for a while. You're right, because Malachi 3.10 says, if you, when you tithe, he rebukes the devourer. Yes. Well, who's the devourer, Pastor? I mean, he's a seed eater, according to Scripture. It's like a locust. Mm-hmm. They're seed eaters. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. eat. They eat the seed that you planted, mm-hmm. so that way it never grows into a harvest. Wow. So that's why people are not experiencing harvest, financial harvest, exactly, in their lives. They don't receive financial. Yeah, that's exactly it. And so that that is transition for someone who doesn't believe in tithe or doesn't understand tithing, right? Versus the person who does, right? And there's different levels of transition. There's different types types of transitions yes. Oh, yes. and money is always a hard one, especially mm-hmm. when you're hurting financially mm-hmm. and yet you, you still got to figure out a way to still give to the, to the church or, mm-hmm. or your tithe and offering. Mm-hmm. I hear a lot of ministers that to me that don't understand how it works. Mm-hmm. They tell people to stop giving when, when the, when their finances are low. I actually believe the opposite. Yes. And I know because I'm Agreed. proof that it works. I agree. It still works. Mm-hmm. I, I was always a firm believer if all I did was eat nothing but canned potatoes, mm-hmm. I'm going to eat canned potatoes, but I am not not going to give. Exactly. Because I giving agree. to God, and some people say, well, you're not giving to God, you're giving to church. No, according to Hebrews 7, you're giving to God. Exactly. It's the same. Even though it may be given into hands, man, yeah. man's hands, according mm-hmm. to Hebrews 7, mm-hmm. it's still the same as giving to God. So, again, I don't want to get caught up in a... Because we can. Because yeah. <laughs> it's easy. Because <laughs> it's easy, because there's so much. But, but the point is, is that... That transition is hard when you allow your mind to get into the way. Exactly. Exactly, Pastor. Which leads to our number one reason why it's hard. Yes. Because it's uncomfortable. 
<laughs> yeah. Who likes awkwardness? Mm-hmm. It's like walking to the room mm-hmm. with a big red ball on your nose, knowing mm-hmm. you feel like the clown. You know, I'm yeah. not saying it's always that way. Everybody. Some people yeah. are really outgoing, so it's not yeah. a big deal. Yeah. But a guy like me, mm-hmm. you know, I just I I didn't grow up just being the guy that walks into a room and like, yeah. hey, I'm just mm-hmm. real comfortable. No, I was I was the guy that always felt a little awkward, a little yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. I was confident in who I was as a person, mm-hmm. but I wasn't really good at communicating. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't. It mm-hmm. wasn't until I got old that I got confident in my ability to communicate then all of a sudden now walking into a room doesn't bother me so I don't feel that awkwardness but yeah so now you can say what you feel as opposed to not really understanding it you kind of suppressed it exactly because you can't contextualize it you know Uh, I wasn't a great communicator so Mm -hmm. it was always awkward to be in a room knowing that somebody might share something Mm -hmm. or talk about something Mm -hmm. and you're going to share it and you're going to feel silly sharing it because you're not going to be as good at it exactly and so you know it's always that that's a lack of confidence at least in that area so transitions mm-hmm. basically are always awkward yeah and again they make you feel uncomfortable and again like you said just a moment ago pastor there's so many different variations of transitions mm-hmm. um one came to mind just immediately is when you lose a loved one pastor yeah. that transition of having them there versus not yeah, that transition is very can make a person feel, feel very uncomfortable especially when you're close yes sir uh, because it's like anything, we're, we're part of being a creature of habit is also what's built into our DNA. Right we're, we're naturally people mm-hmm. that we may not have a love for all kinds of people, but there's mm-hmm. always those people in your That's lives good. that mean a little bit more, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And so when they go, mm-hmm. it's really hard to think that they may not be there again tomorrow. Yeah. You may not be able to give them a call. You may not be yeah. able to go by their house and see them because yeah. they're gone. Yeah. They, their, their physical body may be in on planet Earth in a grave, mm-hmm. but, the, but the life that was in that person mm-hmm. is no longer a part of your life mm-hmm. where you can mm-hmm. communicate with them. Yeah. And so the result is mm-hmm. that that type of transition sometimes it takes sometimes up to years for some people yes, to mourn it through. Yes, yes, because loss is hard. Loss is hard. Loss is hard. Loss is transition. It means transition. And so, yeah, it's very hard when you lose somebody that you're mm-hmm. very close to or that you love deeply. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Another another transition I'm thinking when it comes to losses, you have to be demoted at a job. You have, you're making X amount of dollars. Now you get demoted. You're not making quite as much. Transition in that aspect. Yeah, especially if it's a job you know, or, or even moving from one job to the next because you have to move and you're getting less yes, pay. Yes, and sometimes yes. those situations happen, you know, or the job that you work at, like with me, mm-hmm. the job I worked at at one point was bought out by another company and then they got rid of everybody. Wow. And so that was a weird transition because you're in that you place where you're like, remember, when you're in the middle of transition, mm-hmm. John Maxwell always likened it to being on a trapeze. Mm-hmm. So you have a trapeze artist. Mm-hmm. So you know how a trapeze artist, they go from one mm-hmm. one rung mm-hmm. to another rung. Mm-hmm. And in between, you're in the middle of the air, not holding on to anything. Yeah. Well, that's what it's like with transition. Mm-hmm. You've got to trust that when you let go of one rung, Mm-hmm. That when you get that, when you arrive, that that rung will be there for you to grab onto right, and the other one. Right. But it's that place in between that's really awkward yes. and it's a transition period yeah. where you're like, am I going to make it? Yeah. Is there going to be something to hold to when I get there? Right, right. It's like that limbo uncertainty. Yeah, that limbo, yes. Which leads to our second point. The reason why it's so hard in transitions is it's unpredictable. Very unpredictable. Transitions are unpredictable, Pastor. Yeah, because sometimes, because the problem is that you don't have an answer Mm -hmm. for the question that you need, for the question you have to have answered. Mm -hmm. Okay, am I going to find a job? Okay, now that my loved one's gone, you know, how am I going to cope? 
Mm-hmm. I don't have somebody close. Uh, great, you know. Uh, you, there, there's all different. No matter what the, the event that took place in your life, mm-hmm. that transition becomes extremely hard to deal with. It does. And uh, yeah, it's it's. How did you say it? It's uh, what? Unpredictable. Unpredictable. Yeah, because you you can't really put a timeline. You can't put a date to it. You can't put. You can, you really just can't. You can't. You can't answer it. I, I, it's unpredictable, so you don't know what's going to happen. And it goes like what you said with a statement from the very beginning of the podcast. You live by faith. Yeah. In those moments, right? Yeah. They say that people. The reason why it's so hard in, in the unpredictable times is that they're afraid of the process. Yeah. They're afraid of a new process. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's you know. That that's the unpredictable part that you that you can't foresee mm-hmm. is that there is no predictability to it. Right. You know, look, when I'm putting together a puzzle, mm-hmm. even though right. I don't have all the pieces together, right. I know that as long as I've got the right it's box yeah. with all the right pieces, I know that at some point uh, it's predictable mm-hmm. that as long as I find the right piece to go into the right spot, mm-hmm. I'm going to put that thing together. Mm-hmm. Well, how many times do we have situations in our life? Yeah. I'm sorry, it's not like a puzzle. It's right. And you don't really have a clue how that thing's going to come together. That's why it's scary, Pastor. That's why it's scary. You don't have a picture on the box mm-hmm. to go from. You don't mm-hmm. have all the pieces there. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of collect the pieces as you go. Mm-hmm. And that makes transition extremely hard. It does, Pastor. It yep. does. And it leads us to our next one, that it's emotional. Yeah. You know, it's funny because when you talk about like the disciples in the scripture, mm-hmm. you know, after yeah. Jesus left, mm-hmm. we've talked about this a lot on many different things. Mm-hmm. But this this really goes well with that, is that mm-hmm. when, the, when Jesus had died, yeah. Well, after he died, we know that the disciples kind of dispersed. And according to scripture, they were trying to figure out, what do we do next? Right. Well, it was funny because they didn't really have the faith to believe what Jesus originally told them is the problem. He had told them, look, I'm going to die, but I will rise again. And you're right. He gave them instructions. He gave them instructions, but they were so faithless. So there were so many questions and there were so many, there was such a big transition from watching Jesus do it. Mm-hmm. Now they're required to do it. Mm-hmm. That's a huge transition. Yeah. Now what Jesus's job used to be is now our job. No way. That's too big. That's too big. That's we big, can't yeah. do what he did. No. We can't do all these healings. We can't cast demons out. We can't minister the people the way he did. We, we're is. not even good at talking for goodness sake. Exactly. And you couple that with fear. He just got murdered. He just got murdered. Now what if we do it? We're going to get... So you got all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so the transition was extremely hard. So what happens? Yes, sir. Ten days later, Jesus shows up and he mm-hmm. says, and he rebukes them for their stubborn refusal to believe. Yeah. Believe what? that the job that they were given to do was mm-hmm. defined for them, right. not somebody else. That's right. And so they got in trouble. Mm-hmm. Because if they chose not to do it, that's right. the job wouldn't get done. Exactly. So can that's you good. imagine, here they are, their transition is like without the Savior, mm-hmm. without our good teacher, mm-hmm. without our prophet, Come on. this thing can't be done. And Come Jesus on. is like, yes, it can. It's going to be done through you. That's right. Well, that's a huge transition. And he tells them, by the way, after he rebukes them in, for their lack of belief, he says, you're to go out and preach the gospel now. Right. You're to go lay hands on the sick. You're to go to, 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 to you know, lay hands on them mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. speak in other tongues. You're to go out to cast out demons. So all the things that he did, he says, mm-hmm. by the way, that's your job now. Right. Oh, my goodness. Talk about yeah. a tr- big transition. Yeah. So let's go fishing. Yeah. <laughs> 
exactly. like you said, that's exactly what they did. Yeah. Instead of transitioning to what Jesus told them to do, they transitioned back. They went backwards they went back. into what it was that they knew mm-hmm. rather than what it was that they were called to do, yes, sir. even though they didn't know they were called to do it. Exactly. Which is why they say in this aspect, why transitions are so hard in the emotional aspect, they say because you have to separate from a system. Yeah, you do. And, and that, that's it. They were used to the every day for three to three and a half mm-hmm. years that they spent yes. with Jesus. Mm-hmm. We know what to expect. Mm-hmm. We're going to get attacked by the Pharisees. Mm-hmm. We're going to be belittled by the people. Mm-hmm. We're going to be accused of things we didn't do. Mm-hmm. You know, you have all these things. And so it's very emotional. So mm-hmm. why would anybody in their right mind say, yeah, I want Jesus's job? Yeah. They didn't want his job. No. no. And so transition becomes extremely hard, yeah. becomes unpredictable, but most of all, it's very, very emotional. Yes, sir. And on so many levels, because our emotions go here, there, everywhere, and then you got to hone them, you got to corral them, you got to control them, you got to yeah. focus them. Are you kidding me? That's hard. <laughs> like you said, relating to Jesus, he just died. Yeah. Not even three, quite three days, and they're already fishing. Yeah. They're already fishing, Pastor. Can you imagine that? I know. You, you would have think that... They would have thought a little bit more about that process, but they didn't. They didn't. They were basically they weren't ready to transition, is what okay, it was. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, and that's, that's a lot really of times good. when God talks to us. How many times has God told us to prepare for some? You know, me and you recently dealing with stuff ourselves. Yes. But one of the things I've learned is that sometimes God's preparing us, but we're not ready for the transition, right? right. Yes. And I'm talking myself because I, I, I've been there in a lot of situations, but here's what's crazy about me. Yeah. There's been also a lot of things I've been ready to transition before the Lord wanted me to. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, you know, God's up there putting his hand on his head. Like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. How much, how long do I have to deal with you? Paul Chicago. Yes. I'm like, I'm sorry, Lord. I know yes. sometimes I get way ahead of you and I'm ready to go before God's ready to go. Yes. And other times I'm ready to just lag behind because I don't want to do it. And exactly. it's like, it's like, I know, that one way or another, it's all because that idea of transition. Yes, sir. Sometimes the transition excites me, so I'm yes. ready to just go with it. Yes, sir. Instead of doing it at God's the speed that mm-hmm. God wants me to. Mm-hmm. And then other times, I'm really not ready for that, and I don't want to go at the speed that He wants me to. It, talk about inconsistencies, Pastor, yeah. in our lives. I mean, it really reveals our perspective. It reveals our character to a certain degree. I think that's a perfect word you just said. I think transitions reveal our inconsistencies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. And I think that's right on, bro, is that it really does. It really reveals the inconsistency of how much we live in the flesh. It actually kind of segues into our fourth point, Pastor, that uh, transitions are hard because they trigger, triggers are revealed. Yeah. Triggers are revealed. In other words, abandonment, rejection, and neglect. Yeah. Boy, boy, that's a good one. (laughs) Because you know what, you always find out what you're made of when the when the when it comes to there's everything is on the line. You know, I remember when we first moved to Bakersfield and we had to start a church. Yeah. In my mind, there was a part of me that was extremely excited. Mm-hmm. There was another part of me, I was scared to death. Yeah. Because there was a lot of questions I still couldn't answer. Mm. And what it did is it revealed a lot of my fears mm. it revealed my it revealed not just certain emotions but it revealed a lot of things that were deep inside me i didn't know was there yeah. it revealed certain weaknesses mm-hmm. it revealed those inconsistencies mm-hmm. it revealed that faithlessness mm-hmm. it revealed it revealed my uh you know just my uh lack of confidence yeah. in me yeah 
And in another things, it enhanced it. But yes. it revealed things in me, basically. Yeah. Like you said, yeah. it started hitting triggers. And before I know it, I'm frustrated with my wife all the time because yeah. of it. Yeah. I'm frustrated yeah. with the ministry. Yeah. I'm frustrated because it, it just started hitting a lot of stuff on the inside. It hit triggers. Yeah. And you realize in that transition, there's a process. Yeah. And we're, the Lord's help us process those things out, those yeah. triggers out. Like you said, the, the abandonment, the rejection, neglect, all those inconsistencies. He's trying to process those things out to become a stronger leader. Yeah, that's it. I mean, God's working much harder to prepare us than we are working hard to prepare for Him. Okay, that's a quote in itself. Because that, Cause that's, that was yeah. me, man. I was like, I realized God had been working hard on some things yes, to sir. try to get it, me to do it and or we to get it through me. Him. And I was going against Him because yes. I was just like, no, I'm not sure if that's God. Yes. In reality, I was just afraid to deal with it. Mm. There was just a lot of fear, and I didn't realize that that fear was there for me. And I found out the hard way. Some of it was just because it was like, well, it didn't make sense, so it must not be God. Mm -hmm. And it's like one thing I've learned. It doesn't have to make sense to be God either. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it just it just hit a lot of stuff on the inside of me. Mm -hmm. As a result, I had to go get healing. Mm -hmm. And as I've been being healed for many years over, because uh, something new just kind of shows up. Yes, sir. Fortunately, it's less and less. Mm -hmm. And the, the, big, the biggest things have already been healed, fortunately. Wow. So now they're smaller things today. So the more you accept this transition, the, the better it gets. The better it gets. The better you become, the closer you get to God, because there's not a lot of hindrances and walls in the way. Well, it kind of leads us to a question that's not on here. Then in that transition, how do we know it's God, Pastor, in transitions? Uh, again, it, it, you don't sometimes. I, I would like to say you, do. you just do. No, <laughs> you've got to believe in what he said. Yes. Or you gotta believe, and it's funny. We were listening to Nancy Dufresne of all yes. things this week. Such a, yes. I would suggest go listen to what's it called? Grasp of the plan of God or yes. something. Yes, it was. It's called Grasp of the Plan of God by Nancy Dufresne. But mm -hmm. she said something. She goes, "Just follow the plan." Mm -hmm. And she said something about Papa Hagen or Kenneth Hagen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She said, "You know, there were times that Kenneth Hagen had told taught her." Nancy, when you don't know what else to minister because you're not hearing from God. Mm -hmm. So even if you don't hear from God, just go back to what you do know. Mm -hmm. So he goes, I would just preach the things that I did know. Faith. Just faith. Mm -hmm. He goes, that's all I knew. Yeah. He goes, but I, but God wasn't showing me anything. Mm -hmm. He goes, there were just times God wouldn't te tell me anything. So he yeah. goes, I just went back to what I did know. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's really what transition is. Sometimes I just don't know what God's saying. In fact, I'm not even sure he's saying anything at all, but I'm just going to go back to what I know. It's I like, know this. It's almost like waiting. Yeah, it's like you're 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 still gonna you're still in the process. You're still going. You're still, you're still going. going forward. You're still going forward. But you're gonna pause. Yes, in your spirit. And your yeah. I'm just gonna trust the Lord on this and just go with what I do know. Mm. I know how to do this, and I'm just gonna do that. Mm. So sometimes what you do, mm. there was times that I knew in my heart that God was showing me things, mm. but at the same time there was things that He was showing me, and I'm like, how come I'm here? Mm. I'm like, what God? I what got me here? Yeah. And I find out it's a God thing. And I'm like, yeah. God, I didn't ask for this. You didn't show me this. Mm. And he says, I know, but I had to get it to you. Because if I show you too much, you'd have messed it up. Mm. And I'm like, we, do, we can do that. Oh, boy. I, I Again, I, I, you, I'm i glad you're not asking me about all my mess ups. <laughs> <laughs> That's our next podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> That one, by the way, is going to be a couple hours next time. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Uh, no, what, what I realize is that... Um, 
God has to be careful on some information mm-hmm. because we're not good with it. Mm-hmm. We don't run well with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, for instance, it's like, let's say I told you, Matthew, inside this glass bottle is a note. Mm-hmm. And this note, I need you to get it to the president. Right. But what if I didn't tell you that in that in that jar mm-hmm. was cyanide, and the moment he opens it, it's going to kill him? Whoa. You probably wouldn't take it. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, rightfully so. Exactly. Right. I'm not saying that God put cyanide in the bottle, <laughs> but sometimes it's extremely important information that if he reveals it to us, we wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we have to sometimes just say, God, I'll carry the bottle. Amen. I'll carry it for you anyway. And, and you're right. Because I think about marriage and children. Yeah. You know, if we knew that the kind of arguments we're going to get in marriage beforehand, we would like question marriage. Yeah. You know we what I mean? We'd get married if we knew all the problems that were coming oh, up. Come on, Pastor. And then yeah. children. What what problems and finances that come with children? The responsibility of 24-7 we're going to have for the next 18 years. Oh, that's a really good point. Because how many times did we say, if we would have known this was going to be like this, we would have done this different. That's it. Right? That's it. We all say that. That's it. Well... But at the end of the day, even though I would have liked to have done some things different in my marriage, mm-hmm. I still would have married that girl. Come on, Pastor. She would have still married me. That's what you do. But what it would have done is if, but but at the pro, but you, we also got to understand mm-hmm. is that part of that transition was learning. That's it. So I had to learn some stuff in that transition, and God didn't show me. Right. It was good that He didn't show me because yes. I wouldn't have learned it. Because we eliminate the triggers. Yeah, we eliminate the we, triggers. God's going to help us heal us from those triggers. So yeah. the next thing that happens. All of a sudden, you're not responding that way. No there we more. go. There we go. You're not saying that no more. That's really good. You're not giving her that look anymore. Come on. You're not keeping quiet no more. <laughs> Come on. You know, and because God's in the because of the process, He's eliminating the triggers. Yeah, uh, tr- transitions bring up triggers, but you'll find that sometimes God's voice is very clear mm-hmm. on that transition period mm-hmm. because there's details you have to know along the way. Then there's other things he's put you through the transition, yeah, and he doesn't tell you nothing. You know, I mean, I, when I look at look at like uh, you know, is I look at some of the things that the disciples went through. Mm-hmm. God, it's funny. Jesus kind of gave them some hints and stuff mm-hmm. of like their future, mm-hmm. but they never really understood it. Never. They had no clue really what it meant, and he already knew they didn't. Right. So even though he That's gave good. little hints, That's good. he really just didn't sit down with them and mm. write it out for them. Right. He never really spoke plainly about it, mm. and we know why. Mm-hmm. Because if he would have just made it plain, oh, they would have said, "Hey, right. I'm going back to fishing." Yeah. That's easier. It's easier. Instead, he let them just watch his life, mm. and it was it. What a blessing. Not knowing that watching his life would be the teacher mm-hmm. during that transition. Mm-hmm. And other than that, he was never going to tell them what they were going to do. Yeah. He never really told them what they were going to do. Exactly, Pastor. And so I think that that's why we got to understand that sometimes in the midst of transition, God's really not going to tell us. Mm-hmm. He might show us mm-hmm. some things, but he doesn't really tell us. Come on, and it's like, why didn't you tell us, Lord? And it's like, if I told you, I would have never gotten you through the transition. So think about it. He never really tells them, but how? But they did get through the transition period. What was the transition period? How do we know? The day he died, they finished the transition. Now the job was on their shoulders instantly. They're automatically like... Instantly in it, and they didn't know exactly. it. Exactly. They had no clue. They were ordained into that next transition. They were ordained and had no clue that the day he died, that they got it. 
it wow. was theirs. Wow. And that's why he rebuked them when he came back. He's like, yeah, you're just ordained. Now you're fishing yeah. under your ordination. <laughs> and think about what they're thinking. They're like, yeah, I would have probably thought, yeah, but Lord, you didn't really tell us we were going to do this. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And he's like, son, why do I have to tell you? Right. I showed you my life. Right. Just follow that. Yeah. Period. Amen. And I'm like, oh my goodness, Lord. Okay, I'm learning, Lord. Yes. That's for me. Yes. And I will say, thank God he's so merciful. Yes, he is. You know, he says that he rebuked them, but he's also had dinner with them. Yeah. He loved them. Yeah. You know, he understood to a certain degree this is gonna be work. Yep. In fact, you're in fact you're gonna die die for this. That's right. Uh, just for time's sake, my pastor, yeah, we, we have, have one more. Minutes. We have one more, and I want to go to what to do okay, really, cool. really quick. Yes. So the last one is why it's so hard to transition is because people hate change. Oh, man. People hate change, Pastor. Yeah, we hate change. We hate change. So we can take a, about a minute to talk about that if yes. you like. Uh, look, change, change is hard because of one thing. Mm -hmm. It means you have to give up something in order to gain something. Right there. That's that's a law of leadership, by the way. In order to gain something, you have to give up something. Right. Look, there's a lot of things in our life we don't want to give up because right. we that's a part of who we are. Mm -hmm. It's become a part of what we like. It's part of something we want to do. And now you're going to change that on me? We're creatures of habits. We're creatures of habit. And so change becomes really hard mm -hmm. when you're talking transition. It is. I think it's interesting because people can change their diets pretty easy. People can yeah. change their job pretty easy. People can change their homes yep. and relationships. Yep. But when it comes to things they value. Things that they really are find are important or they're really connected. They're really connected. They can't. It's hard to let go of that. Hard to. Yeah, friendships. Yeah, there's a lot of things that we get connected with. Mm -hmm. You know, look at look at people why they're hoarders in their homes. They're connected with things that 99% of most people say, that's just junk. Good example. But why is it not junk to them? Right. Because to change would mean to be clean. Right. They're not wanting to be clean. Yeah. So they have to have a lot of psychological mm -hmm. help to get through that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what change requires. In fact, they said that the last one. Yes. Seek help. Seek help. Seek help if you need to. Yep. So here we go, Pastor, in conclusion of our podcast, what to do to eliminate the hard change for transition. They said, be patient, understanding. Number one, yeah. be patient, understanding. That's good. You can interject any time, by the way. That's good. Keep going. Number two, look for new relationships. Look forward to new relationships yeah. in the process of transition. Yeah. It's okay. Yes. But look for new relationships. Because there's five. So the number three is, it's okay to be sad. It's okay that transition right. is hard. It's okay that you're emotional about it. Yeah. But keep going forward, even in the midst of tears. Yes. It's okay. Number four maintain old friendships send them texts let them know you're thinking about them that's good we're not you're not trying to separate them completely that's good but you're gonna be far from each other yeah so maintain old friend uh friendships and last one is um have a close friend during this process that's good i, I would say the the way to get through hard hard transition mm -hmm. Uh, and those are really good, by the way. Yeah. I would say everybody needs to to really ex to accept receive that. Yes. Um, but not all transitions are going to allow you to stay connected to everybody, mm -hmm. because sometimes a transition means getting rid of people. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. But I would say this is be okay mm -hmm. with what God's doing, mm -hmm. and not okay with staying where you are. There it is. Because a lot of times why transition is hard is because we love to be where we're at. Yes. 
and God is saying, no, I don't want you to love that no more. Mm -hmm. I want you to love this. Mm -hmm. I want you to love the next thing, mm -hmm. the next move, mm -hmm. the next thing mm -hmm. that requires transition to get there. Yes. And the reason I say that is because me and, when you were, me and you were talking earlier, and there's a person that gave a great quote, mm -hmm. but remember, it's never about the call as much as it is about my relationship with him. Amen. And so always make sure that transition is really just about him. Amen. And what it'll do is it'll make it easier for you to deal with the hardest portion parts of transitioning mm -hmm. from one thing to the next, from going from one place to the next, mm -hmm. from dealing with one thing to the next, mm -hmm. it, you, you'll be able, if you keep your eyes set on him, mm -hmm. even if you don't understand it, mm -hmm. it's okay. Look, just let him, just stay close to him in the relationship. Mm -hmm. Even if he doesn't seem to be given answers, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. You just love on him mm -hmm. and he will love you through it. It's right, Pastor. You know, when my kids, when we were growing up, mm -hmm. they never understood why we had to hold their hands going across the street. Mm -hmm. They would get irritated, like, because I was one of those kids. I was a very independent little guy, mm -hmm. you know. And at five years old, come on, I'm out playing in the yard. I'm doing wheelies on my bikes. I'm right. jumping off of fences. Yeah. And and now when I go across the street, I got to hold their hand. Mm -hmm. I felt silly, even as a five year old. I remember I'd pull away and they'd say, "You you hold my hand across that street, right?" Right. Look. Whether I understood it or not as a kid, mm -hmm. whether they explained it to me or not, mm -hmm. I had to hold hit their hand. Amen. It wasn't an option. Right. And I think that's the biggest thing about transition. Mm -hmm. God doesn't always have to give us an answer. Mm -hmm. But if we're going to get across from one place to the next, yeah. just hold his hand. It's for protection. It's for protection. That's it. And that's where I've been a lot in my life. Lord, mm -hmm. I, I don't understand why I have to hold your hand all the way. Mm -hmm. But... I understand, like you say, that mm -hmm. protection, because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I know I'll get across safely. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so that's why transition can be made easier if you'll just hold to him. That's right, my pastor. Well, we're at the end of our podcast. It's yeah. 30 minutes, my pastor. Wow. And, you know, listener, I know you're blessed by this. And we say this after every podcast, but make sure you sh share this one because yes. this one's really, really important. A lot of people are in the middle of transition or starting one or maybe the tail end of one. Yes. And they still may be confused, hurt. Uh, disoriented, you know what? Send them this podcast. I guarantee you the things that Pastor Paul and I discussed will bless them and help them in their transition. There you go. And listener, I really can't add any more to that because the truth is, is this, is that God will take care of you all the way through it, even if you don't understand it. Transition will be hard, but it doesn't have to be as hard. Hold to Jesus. Yes. Amen. We love you, listener. God bless. God bless. Thank you for joining us today. Power Talk Podcast is brought to you by Powerhouse Church. You can listen on Spotify or download the Powerhouse Church app. If you would like to comment, need prayer, or want more information, contact us at powerhousechurch.us.